even Jesus. If you want the Lord to raise the power of blessing and healing over you, wave your hand and say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus, for your mercy, for your favor, for your undeserved grace. Put your hands together and wave your hand and say, thank you, Jesus. Yes, his grace has brought us this far. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, grace in the soul. Say grace in the soul is a new life in the soul. Yes, once again, you are welcome to the presence of God in Jesus' name. You may have your seat in the presence of God. Yes, my name is Yinka. And I want to begin by asking you, how are you today? Fine. Hallelujah. But do you know that how you feel does not really matter? What matters most is what the Word of God says about you. If you feel you are not too fine, I want you to know that a part of you that is hurt is just a shell. The real you is just fine. Because the position of Jesus Christ in your life is peace and comfort. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Let us put our hands together for Christ Jesus. Yes, for those who are seated by the highway of life, worry about tomorrow. Despairing about life's uncertainties, murmuring about the vicissitude of life. I have a good news for you. For those who are worried about what will be the next step of life, I have a good news for you. We serve a God who oftentimes brings good out of evil and promotes the design of his providence, even by the sin of man. When you read your Bible from Genesis to Revelation, you will understand this truth and the mystery of how God uses unpleasant circumstances to uncover his mighty grace, mighty promise, in the life of his people. When you read your Bible in the book of Genesis 37, the Bible says that God overruled the evil designs of Joseph's brothers in order to serve his purpose of making him an instrument to save many people. 
This means it was God's will, purpose, for him to be sold into slavery. When you open your Bible also, to so the book of Exodus chapter 2, you will agree with me that it was predestined that Moses, we all know Moses, one of the great warriors in the Bible. It was predestined that Moses be left by the sea as a baby, lived in Egypt, and be adopted as a son to the princess of Pharaoh in order to redeem the Israelites. Remember, if the circumstances surrounding his birth had been normal, there might not have been reason for him to be taken to Egypt, where he finally became a blessing to his nation, Israel. This implies that God's divine wisdom tends to contradict the course, I mean, the ways of our natural events. I don't know what you are going through, brethren, but what I do know is that God speaks strength and courage through our darkest hours. God speaks strength and courage through our darkest moments. And this brings me to the title of this message. Discover the mystery of grace. Tell your neighbor, discover the mystery of grace. Discover the mystery of grace. You see, many today have changed the course of events, failing to discover the mystery behind their situation. Many have changed the course of history, failing to discover the mystery behind their situation. We fail to realize that God is building character now, brethren. Whatever situation you may be passing through, God is building character. So that when we get to a place of destiny, we do not explode and lose it all. One Corinthians one verse twenty seven says, "God has chosen the foolish things of this world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of this world to put to shame the thing which are mighty." The Bible says that God works most wisely and most powerfully in a way directly opposite to human expectations. The deep gap between human and divine ways is evident throughout human history. 
Let's turn our Bible to the book of George, chapter 11. And that will be our main proof test today. And I believe the story of Jephthah will bless your life today. Let's open our Bible to the book of George, chapter 11. It is all about a man called Jephthah. The man who had given up on life, but God made his trouble to work for his advancement. God made his trouble, his pain, his rejection, his isolation to work for his advancement. Now let's turn quickly with me to the book of Judge, chapter 11. The Old Testament after the book of Joshua. The book of Judge, chapter 11. And let us read. Are you there? Are you there? Now, Jephthah the Gileadiot was a mighty man of valor, but he was a son of a harlot, a prostitute. And Gilead begot Jephthah. Gilead's son bore, Gilead's wife bore sons. And when his wife's sons grew up, they drove Jephthah out and said to him, you shall have no inheritance in our father's house, for you are the son of another woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brothers and dwelt in the land of Tob. And worthless men banded together with Jephthah and went out raiding with him. Verse 4. It came to pass after a time that the people of Ammon made war against Israel. And so it was when the people of Ammon made war against Israel that the elders of Gilead went to get Jephthah from the land of Tob. Then they said to Jephthah, come and be our commander that we may fight against the people of Ammon Remember, this was a man that was rejected. So Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, Did you not hate me and expel me from my father's house? Why have you come to me now when you are in distress? And the elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, That is why we have turned against you now, that you may go with us, Fight against the people of Ammon and be our head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. So Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, if you take me back home, listen to this, to fight against the people of Ammon and the Lord delivers them to me, shall I be your head? 
And the elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, the Lord will be a witness between us if we do not do according to your words. Then Jephthah went with the elders of Gilead and the people made him head and commander over them. And Jephthah spoke all his word before the Lord in Mizpah. You know, this was the man that was sent out and finally became the commander-in-chief of armed forces. This is the mystery of grace. When you read the story of Jephthah, you agree with me that the affliction of the saints promotes their fruitfulness, even by the sin of men. This is the mystery of grace. The Bible made us to understand that the circumstances beyond his control forced him out into a life of an outcast. Remember, broken things becomes useful in the hands of God. What is your situation, brethren? Are you rejected or disappointed? Are you abandoned? Always remember the case of Jephthah. Brethren, it is important for us to know and be encouraged that there is an unseen hand of God that controls the affairs of man. That unseen hand is the divine driver of our fortunes. Are you in pain and you don't know what the life brings? Are you worried about your many trouble? Always remember that there is an unseen hand of God that controls the affairs of your life. That unseen hand is the divine driver of your fortunes. The case of Jephthah is an example of the rise of a man from rejection to prominence. As a child of a prostitute, an illegitimate son, he was sent out of his father's house. He was ridiculed, homeless, and abandoned. But you know, that did not stop the promise of God in his life. Because he kept his depth relationship with God. All the pain and suffering that he went through did not stop the promise of God because he kept his depth relationship. He kept the depth of his relationship with God. Brethren, God choose what we go through. God chooses what we go through. But you know, we choose how we go through it. 
Tell your neighbor, regardless of my situation, regardless of my circumstances, I know God is still saying something. Regardless of my situation, regardless of my pain and suffering, God is still saying something. God chooses what we go through, but we choose how we go through it. Jephthah could have allowed distractions, temptation, tests and trials to stop him from reaching his goal, thereby change the history today. Brethren, whatever situation you may be facing, I want you to know one thing, that there is no mortal man or devil can supersede the plan of God for your life. No mortal man or the devil can supersede the plan of God for your life. But there is only one person that can get you out of the will of God, and that is you. There is no mortal man or devil can supersede the plan of God, the will of God for your life. But there is only one person that can take you out of the will of God, and that is you. Brethren, what you give your attention to can either keep you in the will of God or take you out of it. When trials, tests, and temptation come, persecution, name-calling, always remember that what you give your attention to, the way you respond to your trials, can keep you out of the will of God or keep you in the, word of, in the will of God. Today, if you are ready to put your problems, your worries, anxiety in the hands of God, he will put his peace in your heart. Remember, his peace passes all understanding. It does not matter how many times you have failed in life. Viewers all over the world, it does not matter the amount of time you have been rejected. It does not matter how many years you have waited for your miracle. But one thing is sure, the unpleasant circumstances that you may be passing through may seem foolish to the carnally minded. But they are as it should be. They are as it should be according to the divine of God, according to the design of God, to bring best out of you. Tell your neighbor, my unpleasant situation, my unpleasant situation is to bring best out of me. The best is yet to come. Brethren, 
is the mystery of grace. In the name of Jesus Christ. The same God that made Jephthah's trouble to work for his advancement. As from today, your trouble will begin to work for your advancement in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, as God made Jephthah's trouble to work for his advancement, your trouble will begin to work for your advancement in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever barrier that may be standing between you and God's promises shall be broken today in the name of Jesus Christ. Brethren, God knows that we are weak. And that is why he made his grace available to us. If God were to consider works rather than grace, I know there will be no room for the weak like you and me. If God were to consider works, brethren, rather than grace, there will be no room for the weak like you and me. Let someone say grace, grace. is undeserved favor. Grace, grace is undeserved favor. You know, today, too many people think that the primary requirement for serving God is the gift of spoken language, oratory, high qualifications, and impressive credentials. But do you know Peter and the other disciples were ordinary fishermen from a backward and lowly part of the society? They were unnoticed. They were uncelebrated and in obscurity until Jesus called them and made them fit for his service. Brethren, there is hope. Share up. Viewers all over the world, youth all around the world, there is hope. Jesus is the hope. Are you educated or uneducated? Are you a farmer or a professor? Stop talking about your limitation. Start loving God with all your heart. Knowing that he watches over you. If you hope to achieve anything great in the future, it will only be as a result of your love for God. Remember the book of Romans 8 verse 28 says, All things work together to them that love God. I mean, the way and manner God created the world is the good for the good of his children. So rejoice, for no condition is permanent.
don't forget that God had purposely kept us in the dark concerning future events so that we can always be alert, watchful, and prayerful. Maybe you are asking yourself, when you look at the whole scenario, from angle of common sense, you might ask, is she saying I should not pray and just rely on the grace? I shouldn't walk. Not at all. Work hard. Work. Because God will still have to mark your work, brethren. It is true hard work works. Work as if everything depends on you. But pray as if everything depends on God. Let someone say, discover the mystery of grace. I discover the mystery of grace. Finally, brethren, because of time, let's quickly turn our Bible to the book of Ephesians and let's hear the word of exhortation from Apostle Paul to each and every one of us. Let us open our Bible to the book of Ephesians chapter 1. And let's take our reading from verse 3 quickly. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Verse 7, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he proposes in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven, which are on earth in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Let someone say, I have obtained an inheritance today. I have obtained an inheritance today. Through his will. This is the mystery of grace. The God takes the unlikely people like you and me and place them into his pillars for eternity. So brethren, stop wallowing in your self-pity. Rise up on your feet and give all thanks to God and do not allow your pain, your worry, your uneducation weigh you down. Remember, God takes the unlikely people like you and me 
and put them in his palace for eternity. Remember, God freely gives his grace to those who relied on his strength. God gave his grace to those who rely on his word. And his word says, I will not keep you away from tests, from trials, but I will see you through them. Brethren, to uncover the mystery behind your situation, learn to control your character. If you cannot control your circumstances, when you are going through the heat of life and you do not know what tomorrow might bring forth, or you are being lied against, or you are being rejected, learn to control your character, your attitude, if you cannot control your circumstances. Remember, we will not be judged by the color of our skin, but by the contents of our character. Because a real Christian depends on God's grace and puts its trust in Christ alone for salvation. It is this grace that gives us hope that no matter the situation, the best is yet to come. Are you oppressed? Remember grace in condemnation is comfort. Are you sick? Remember grace in sickness is good health. Are you overwhelmed with burdens? Grace in yoke is freedom. If that grace can be so sufficient for Joseph in the prison, if it can be sufficient for Moses, for Jephthah, he will be sufficient for you today in the name of Jesus. Amen. That grace will be sufficient for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Remember, grace means not by power and not by mind. So therefore, God is the unseen hands that reveals the mystery of his grace. May the Lord bless his word in the midst of our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.